Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets confidently single. For those tuning in for the first time, I've had the opportunity to expound on a Bible plan I wrote years ago entitled Sufficiently Secure, Supernaturally Saved, Single, Satisfied, and Set Apart. My aim in writing that Bible plan was to encourage individuals, primarily singles, but not exclusively singles, to remain encouraged and not get caught up thinking that their identity is in a relationship with another person, but to understand the importance of staying wrapped up in a relationship with Jesus. Relationships are great, but the goal is to identify the right relationships we need to pursue and then identify the ones we need to leave all the way alone. And I encourage you, if you haven't already, to go back and listen to the Secure Podcast series to catch up on the motivational aims I addressed over the past three episodes. But today I want to jump right on in and encourage all individuals and let you all know that no matter what relational status you find yourself in, it is of extreme importance to remain confident in Jesus Christ. So what is confidence? Well, confidence is defined as having full belief, trust, reliance, and assurance. And when one has full confidence in Jesus Christ, we have the full belief, or that person has the full belief, and trust and reliance and assurance that Christ will come all the way through for them, and then God's promises will come to pass in their lives no matter what, because we believe and we have faith that God will do what he said and all of his promises are yes. And this includes every promise. And God's promises for us are for every area and aspect of our lives. And it is a blessing to know that whatever state we are in, whatever phase we are in in life, or anything that we're going through, God's love is there and we can remain confident in him. That is why if someone is single, they shouldn't feel overwhelmed and sad as if they are missing out or they have low self-esteem because they are single. Whether single or married, one thing should remain the same and that is one should have complete confidence in Christ because we should all trust who Jesus is to us all individually and collectively. And we should make it our aim to daily exemplify daily confidence in Christ in every area and aspect of our lives. And that includes singleness. And there's nothing wrong with being single. And even if you are waiting for Mr. or Mrs. Wright to walk into your life and sweep you off your feet and all that, aim to not get fixated on where God has you. And then aim to not get fixated on the idea of marriage or a relationship because if one is fixated on it, and they just think about it day in and day out. They want to be married. They want a wedding. They want a wedding. They want a wedding. Then it becomes an idol in one's life. And when that happens, the confidence that that person once had in Christ, it becomes null and void because instead of looking to God and trusting God to make one's dreams a reality or one's desires a reality, a God-honoring reality, and trusting him and his timing, then some people or a person, they begin to be so engrossed 
and they idolize what they can do, what they want to achieve, and who they want to marry or make this thing work. And it could be out of God's timing. And then that right there is a representation of what someone put their confidence in. And there are some individuals, doesn't mean that they're bad people. Some people just get impatient and they want what they want. And it's taking too long. And I mean, it looks like everybody around me getting this or they're doing that. And I'm the oddball out and people are looking at me. And some individuals get away from trusting God because of a lot of personal issues. So they get away from trusting God to bring to pass the desires of their heart where God can exceed the expectation, but their impatience and the personal issues that they have going on, it could be fear, it could be they don't trust God, they don't think God's going to bring this to pass, it's been too long. Or they have these uncertainties and their actions reveal that they don't have confidence and they don't believe that God will come through for them. But one thing that I want to encourage listeners is no matter if you're single or married, whatever you're believing God for, whatever looks like it's not coming to pass, you do what you're supposed to do in a God-honoring way. Live a life of integrity. Keep God first. Continuously pray to Him. Continue to ask Him for wisdom, knowledge, revelation, and discernment. Continue to do that. Let Him know, Lord, this is what I'm desiring. This is what I'm looking for. Lord, I'm asking that you make a way out of no way. I don't know how this is going to happen. I don't know what to do. Lord, show me. He hears you. He hears you. But you have to have faith that he hears you and he's going to do what you're asking him to do and giving you the wisdom to do what you need to do to acquire what you're believing for. But one thing you don't want to do is get out of that confidence, thinking that God doesn't hear me because nothing's happening. God's not going to bless me with that because of everything I've done in my past. Oh, this is not going to happen for me because it happened for so-and-so and they wasn't even trying to live a God-honoring life. And look at them. Look what they got. Don't look at they. Don't look at them. Don't look at those. Look at you. Look at me. Look at I. And most importantly, look at God. Now, when someone begins focusing on the distractive noises of this world instead of God's promises and faith, what can happen is somebody can abandon their God-honoring confidence because they're focused on the wrong stuff. And God is an on-time God regarding every stage of our lives. And even if somebody's been single, waiting on the promise of marriage, if they want to be married, If God gave you that as a desire, he will fulfill that for you. But the goal, the aim is to not lose that full belief, trust, and reliance and confidence of God's word. So God has and will never let you down and he will watch over his word to perform it. But we must be confident in God's word coming to pass in our lives. Now, as you confidently wait on God to fulfill the desires of your heart, people, some people might negatively distort and magnify your single state of God-honoring choices, God-honoring purity, a God-honoring lifestyle, 
that you're aiming to live on a daily basis, some people will begin to mock you and they'll begin to discredit you and make fun of you because you're aiming to do things God's way and not the world's way. And some of those statements that you possibly hear are, oh, you're an outcast or you lack relational worldly experience and you're single because you want to be single. Now, if somebody's single because they want to be single, that's true. But if you're single and you're waiting on God's best and you're not doing what people are doing, getting the results that they're getting, you want a whole different result, you have some outsiders tell you, what's your problem? I mean, this is all your fault. That's why you're single. And you're not even complaining to them about anything. They just look at you, oh, you single. That's that's your problem. Or somebody could tell you that you're pitiful or just say all kinds of nasty, disrespectful, mean, hurtful things to you as you're doing what the Lord called you to do. And what happens sometimes, and I think I said this a couple of podcast episodes ago, but what happens is when you aim to do something the way God told you to do it, you have some people, they feel attacked, they feel threatened, they feel that by you doing what you're doing, oh, wow, it's a light being shined upon them. And they hate that. So they got to get that light. They got to get that off of them because it's exposing who they are. So for them to get it off them, they have to, you know, in a sense, quote unquote, throw shade at you. They have to do something to dim your light. That's what the, that's what some people do. So don't be surprised if you're single and you make the necessary aims and adjustments to do things totally different because you know that's what God would have you to do. And then all of a sudden, people just start mocking you, talking about you, talking down on you, mind your business. And they talk about you or talk to you like your dog. So be mindful of that. But don't be discouraged either. Because sometimes when people say those hurtful things, oh, you're an outcast, something's wrong with you, you're crazy. You really think that you'll be successful in what you're doing? I mean, things like that don't happen in the world today. You have an unrealistic view of life. You are so, ugh, that is so stupid. That's not how God operates anyway. Or... If you're confidently waiting on God, you could hear somebody say something of, oh, you know, you lack relational worldly experiences. I mean, that's why you're single, because you're just not doing what everybody else doing. Or they'll tell you your singleness and your God-honoring values mean that you don't want a family. You see how crazy that is? The only reason somebody, I believe, would tell you something like that is because somebody you know went to go spread lies to a group of people. And that person couldn't conceptualize what was stated, even though it was distorted and given to them in a way that was absolutely false. They take it, they internalize it, and they actually believe that trash. They believe it. Then they come back to you stating those things. And that happened to me years ago where a girl who I knew Stopped talking to her, left her alone, completely alone. But she would go out and spew lies and just try to paint me in this negative light where 
she could appear to be more favorable, more desirable, like she had all these grand and great qualities, and it was all rooted in insecurity, so she would project that kind of trash onto me. And one thing she focused on at that time was, oh, you're not married, you're single. And that was the foundation of every conversation. No matter what it was, that's what she would focus on. And she would just talk about that as if she was just a pro, she was a relationship expert. That's all she focused on. And all she was doing was projecting. She was projecting her own insecurities on me and other people. And during that time where she was doing all this to me, it was some things going on she didn't like. A lot of things going on with me she didn't like. And she didn't appreciate, I believe, or she wasn't getting attention. So then she started saying, everyone's jealous of me. (laughs) Everyone's jealous of me. And I'm looking like, okay, girl. (laughs) Let them be jealous of you. I don't know what they're jealous of, but okay. So it was not only her, but it was other people who I've heard during the course of that time where people would say things to me or they'd make reference to other single people who was trying to live a God-honoring life. They would just attack them. And they'd, oh, you, using the same examples I just gave earlier, But hers were more geared towards trying to make me feel bad. But I was okay. I wasn't going around doing anything to give her the impression that I wasn't okay. And I think she didn't want me to be okay. And that's how it goes with some people. They see that you okay. They don't like that because they have their own problems going on. So misery loves company. They want to bring you down. And anybody doing something like that, see, that's why it's hard for me to believe that we are reading the same Bible. It's just hard for me to believe that, that we reading the same Bible. This person would tell me um, just day in and day out, whenever she got opportunity, that I would be unsuccessful and you need to go down this road and you need to do this because even though I'm in a relationship and although it's toxic, at least I'm still with somebody. Or what you're doing is you need to manipulate people and if you disrespect them, or demean them, or even trap them. Heck, you can buy them. So they have some type of tie to you, and then you got somebody. I mean, that's how this goes. And this whole God-honoring lifestyle you trying to live, I mean, that's strange, girl. You're going to be out here being single, looking single. Or out here, see, you don't know how to talk to men. You know what I'm saying? This is what you got to do. You know, who cares about this love stuff? It's all about getting what you want, you know, and just showing off that you have a spouse. I mean, but this stuff you trying to do, girl, please. Or out here, you have unrealistic godly standards. I mean, you trying to really meet people the right way? I mean, I could hook you up with so-and-so, and who cares if they stole your money? Just talk to them. I mean, that's the best you'll ever get. Or... They really like you. I mean, I know they missing all their teeth, but I mean, they like you. You should talk to them. See, somebody like that, it's no way. It's no way, I believe, that you actually, are you praying? Are you talking to God? And if you are, are you listening to what he say? That's why I said, oh, wow. See, that's a wolf in sheep's clothing.
and you will know people by their fruit. And she's not the only person who told me these things. This was like a, I guess, a accumulation over the years of what people have said. But she's the one who said the majority of these things. And she's saying little bits and pieces and just was real, just fly about it. Making it look like, oh, I didn't say that. Oh, I didn't do that. And she was just so cantankerous. That's why I left her all the way alone. I said, uh, I'm okay. Until you start saying this trash, these distractive things coming into my mind, and I'm over here tripping. I'm like, what? Did you just say that? So, singles, remain confident in where God has you. And if people start telling you trash, trash, that goes contrary to God's word, goes contrary to just human decency. Leave these people alone. Let them figure out why you left them alone later on down the line. Hopefully they pray to God about it and they actually listen to God when the Lord tell them why. But that's not for you to figure out. Leave these people alone. And no, I am not a saint. I didn't just leave her alone and was just like, I'm never talking to you again. I said some things to her. Cursed her out couple of times in front of her family. Yes, I did. She called me on speakerphone one day thinking that she was just going, man, went smooth out. That's all you heard. <laughs> now, was I wrong for cursing out? Yeah. Was I wrong for leaving her alone? No. That was just not a friendship. It was never a friendship. To be honest, it was an acquaintanceship gone bad. That's what it was. But the whole point of me telling you that was to let you know you could be around the wrong people. Whether you single or married, but if you have a dream or desire, you could be around the wrong people. And the wrong people are saying the wrong things to you. you hearing the wrong voice where they're trying to break down your confidence and believe in God for something. And I believe the only reason why they have to break down your confidence is because what you're trying to accomplish is bigger, better, and just more magnificent than something that they could even think of to even do. And they know, man, if you do X, Y, and Z, it's going to make me feel this way. So let me talk about where you are. Let me talk about what you're doing. Let me talk about the odds of you even succeeding in that area. And if I just keep putting that in somebody's mind over and over and over again, you'll lose confidence. But that's the bad thing. They don't know you. They don't know me. They don't know that you have full confidence in Christ. And you're not really worried about what somebody said and what they did and some odds being stacked against you. Nobody care about that care about God and I care about what I'm trying to do and I believe what God said. I have confidence in him and that's what we're going. That's what we're doing. We'll figure out all that other stuff later. And as you are walking in God honoring confidence, as I said just a minute ago, watch what people are saying around you. You have to really watch that and you can't let that stuff seep into your mind. You cannot do that. Once you hear anything that goes contrary to what you believe in God for, whatever it is, you need to just straight up reject it, lies, 
lies. What do you have to say? Lies. I don't believe that. I'm believing God for X, Y, and Z. Okay. And even if you don't feel like you need to tell the person what you believe in God for and they're trying to break down your confidence, say it within your mind. Lies. God said I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Okay. Won't be speaking to this person about this ever again. Okay. That's what you have to do. You have to mentally prepare yourself. And don't fall for this little lie that people say, I mean, I, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean to say that to you. I didn't mean... Mm. Luke, the sixth chapter in the 45th verse states, A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. See, you can identify people who really follow God and they're determined to follow Jesus based on what they say and do. Now... Of course, not everybody's going to say something the right way all the time. But you know people's hearts. You know people by their fruit. Not everybody says the right thing. Not everybody is perfect. But you know, man, this person has shown themselves to be this way. And I know they didn't mean what they said. That's a whole different situation. But I'm talking about somebody who's consistently saying something like that where they are intentionally hurting you. They're intentionally trying to bring you down. They're intentionally trying to thwart the confidence that you have in Christ. That's a difference. And based on what people say and do, you can see what they are producing in their lives. So if someone's heart isn't right, they wouldn't say certain trashy things to someone to just hurt them. And they wouldn't live a life trying to hurt someone. That's just what it is. I didn't say this. God said it in his word. In Luke, the sixth chapter and the 45th verse. So it is what it is. And it's no maybe, well, they had a bad day. That's why they chose to disrespect me again today. No. Don't pick up people's trash as if it's your own. And as you're picking up their trash, you're losing confidence in Christ. No. You give their trash back to them, and you pick up the confidence of Christ, and you keep moving forward. You keep going. And singles, if you are truly confident in Christ, be careful who you kick it with, who you chill with, who you're claiming as your friends, your acquaintances, your associates, be care- or your family. Be very careful because you will know how people really feel about your God-honoring values in your lifestyle based off of their mouth so you have to be alert because there are some confidence zappers out there and there are some people who are fruitless as it relates to encouraging you and they make it a daily habit to bring up your relational status and you could be a-okay you're not even thinking about anything but they see it as a weakness so that's why they go around talking about it saying things that I said earlier, like you have unrealistic godly standards for courting or dating and meeting new people, or you lack communication skills, or you're not a lovable person, that's why you're single, or you're pitiful, and your singleness and God-honoring values mean that you don't want a family, or you lack relational worldly experiences. If you would just do this and this or that and that, you could have somebody. Or you're an outcast. And you know the little crazy stuff people have said to you. Whatever they said, 
It needs to be denounced. It needs to be rejected. And you substitute what they said with God's word and believe it. Because anyone saying that, they aren't your friend. They're dismissive and they don't want to understand what you're doing. They don't. At least not at this point in time. They may understand later, but they're not trying to understand now. And that's fine. So don't allow the words of people make you feel less than when God already told you that you're more than. Okay? In the scripture, I want to leave you with this Psalm, the 20th chapter in the 7th verse, which states, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. And I selected this scripture as an encouraging reminder for you because our confidence in Christ is in Christ alone. Our confidence is not in what we can do or what we can provide, but in order to have God honoring success in every area and aspect of our lives, we must have faith and we must put in the work and we must trust and have confidence that God is coming all the way through for us. In Psalm the 20th chapter in the 7th verse, David is expressing that although he was the king of Israel and he had a variety of resources at his disposal to win wars and battles, he realized that his confidence and success in winning every battle of life was not in his army, it was not in his chariots, it was not in the number of the horses he had, it was not in his money. And although different kings of different nations related their success to their armies and their chariots and their horses and their resources, David realized, no, my success comes from my source and my confidence, which is in God alone. So David is letting us know today that confidence doesn't come in things. Confidence is not in the wrong relationships. And our confidence should be in the right relationship which is in God the Father and God the Son, Jesus Christ. So as you live your life, no matter what your relational status is, remember your confidence is in Christ. And when you remain confident in Christ, when you remain confident in Christ's nature, in Christ's name, when you remain confident in the promises of God, then you will be victorious, always. Never forget that and don't believe the lie. Believe the one who you can have full assurance in, full trust in, and ultimate confidence in, which is Jesus Christ. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Visit drkenitrabryant.com to download the sufficiently secure, supernaturally saved, single, satisfied, and set-apart devotional. On the site, you can order inspirational apparel. And you have the option to connect with me on Instagram at Aim Towards the Target. And another way to connect with me is on the YouVersion Bible app where you can subscribe and complete a variety of Bible plans individually or collectively with your friends, your co-workers and family. Remain encouraged as God strengthens you to be sufficiently secure in who you are. Thank him that he supernaturally saved you. Praise God that he's keeping you. Praise God that he's satisfying you and setting you apart for great things in your life. Enjoy your day. Peace and God bless.